Give it a minute. Uh, it's been two minutes already. Just make here. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreakert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very, very good morning to you. Uh, we've had a rather busy morning for uh, just getting started this morning. The station's been up and down, so we're having problems with the mothership uh, in Indiana. So we're going to have to work some magic on that between shows today. So we are started we've got a lot of people um on here in the panel today which should make it very interesting so if you want to hear some things about the new iphone maybe you're going to hear that today you're going to hear a lot a lot of a lot of different things so i'll get started with my little bit first we are on day two Day 15, 16, no medicine. Um, they promised me yesterday they'd have my meds and everything would be all taken and put together by the time I close a business yesterday. And I said, that's exactly right. That's what's going to happen. 
right. I knew it wouldn't happen and it didn't happen. So uh, we're back with another round of pushing that today. They mentioned something about switching me to something called, um, what is it? Um, what is that thing called, Jennifer Mark? Um, Pierre Mark. Pierre Mark. I didn't sign up for it, didn't want it, and not going to take Pierre Mark. Um, I didn't want it, not going to take it. So that one looms. Uh, our son James is coming in with his family on Monday, so that ought to be a lively week uh, coming up, and I'm sure Jennifer will tell you about her belated Christmas present, and that's all I got for right now. Go ahead and take it away, Jennifer. Well, I did get a belated Christmas present yesterday. It is a an Amazon Studio, which is a fantastic speaker. The thing, it's, I'm trying to think of how I would describe it. It's probably as tall as the second generation Echo, maybe, but it's round. It's probably, what would you say, Bill, the size of a saucer? Yeah. And it can put say. out some sound. It gives the Sonos system we have in Indiana a run for its money. Is it in stereo? Well, basically, it separates and everything, but it's one speaker. And it, the way it's designed, it can make the music move and go be in different places and give you all the illusions of stereo. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it, Jennifer. I really do. Sounds like sounds like you're going to have fun with it. It's pretty cool because Lady A is in it, and so you have all of the all of the services that you'd have if you're in XM and all that stuff. And it for the size, even the way it's already preset when you get it, there's plenty of bass in there, and I'm sure that you could get a lot more if you wanted it. Sounds pretty good. Impressive. Sounds so real good. What's going on with you, Jennifer? Before we slide it to Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you can pair those too, right? So if you want to have two and yeah, you opposite, can. right sides of the room. Well, hello everyone. It's been a while since I've been in here. What's going on in Michael Offland? I've been working on. I will mention it here. We're not quite done yet. I'm planning to launch on April first. I am taking a website that I've had for a while and just modernizing it. What I'm doing is putting together a place where you can get, I shouldn't say all, but much or some, really some of the best accessible Windows software. So if you're, you use Windows and you need software for different categories, we've got over 30. We may end up with about 40 categories of different software. So where do you want media players or powerful text editors or Braille translation or you know, podcast tools, RSS, whatever you're into, we're going to have all that stuff. And that's a, my website that I've had that I used back in 2012 to teach me how to do websites at lawfware.com. Uh, not egomaniac, but law for actually lauf, the German word means to run. So we're going to software to run your computer. And it's only eight letters. So it's to get short domain names now. But, uh, yeah. So we got that going. Other than that, waiting for I'm getting the new iPhone 
third gen SE on Friday, which is weird because I'm trading an SE for an SE, so I don't know how much difference it'll be, but well, the main thing is that it's got the latest chip, even the same one that's in the iPhone 13, and uh, hopefully everything will work. I mean, it's got a few things that aren't functioning properly. But uh, so we'll see how that does. Excited about that. Other than that, the uh, iOS 15.4 came out yesterday or Monday, I think, actually. And as Chris pointed out, it's better when you get the text now. It only says it once instead of repeating it. So that's a very nice enhancement. And there are also tools in there for those of you who uh, want to be recognized while wearing your masks. Uh, interesting, they're coming out with it when most people are dispensing with their masks. But we'll see. There may be another round here. Uh, but uh, so a lot of cool features there. Uh, I'm trying to think. That's that's the main why, fun going on here. Yeah. Why did you um, stay with the SE line? Was it due to budget, or just why did you stay yeah, with? Yeah, two things. Uh, a it was budget because I'm kind of of the and someone we know. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to misquote him, but I understand he got the 13 Pro and didn't really find a lot of enhancements to having it. So my thought is that really what makes these phones is the software. I mean, you know, if you could see, obviously you want a larger screen, but I kind of think the software is what drives the phone. So if it's got the same chip as the iPhone 13, but also, yeah, price was a factor because I thought rather than spending eight, $900,000 for one phone, why not uh, get the latest iPhone in that regard and then take the extra money maybe get an android phone and, and work with both because there's benefits to each as bill can tell you he, he rocks both uh so those are kind of yeah cost and just the ability to ultimately use two different systems and kind of stay up with the latest technology does, but just yeah. switching phones with the phone without the home button does that does that give you no that that doesn't that's not a factor for me although I've never had a phone without a home button. I don't think that's a big deal. That is not, I think that is part of why I got the last one though, Bill. I think it was in my mind with the last one, but this one, that's not really a factor for me per se. I mean, people have done it for years since the 10 came out quite a few years ago and it's not been a problem. And once in a while you have to do the password instead of facial detection, but no, that's not really a factor for me per se because that, that, you know, you have a more beveled and that takes away from your screen to have that home button there. Um, so I don't know. I may regret it. My, the biggest concern I have is the sound quality of the speakers. You got a smaller phone, so there's not as much room for, you know, better speakers as you have from the 10 on up or even the eight plus. But Mike, are you really buying the phone for the speakers or you're buying the phone for the functionality of it? I mean, my thing is... Right, I'm buying it for the... I, but I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I would like decent quality for the speakers, but it'll be fine. I mean, I have, you know, I have their... Every pair of earbuds they ever gave me with the phones and, you know, I've got my JBL speaker and, of course, I come in here and I hook it into my mixer. So, no, that the speaker's not number one, but when I listen to my partner's Android phone, the Android phones just sound so much better. So it is something you think about, like when you're having a voice conversation and they sound a lot, a lot clearer. I don't say they're in the room, but they're just noticeably better audio. An Android phone can fill a room in a, well, what without are the big being things? turned up that loud. Yeah, they do, Jennifer. They get very loud. 
One of the big things about the iPhone, I mean, and it is, it is, you know, not everyone has the money to buy a, an, an expensive phone. And one of the big things about the iPhone SE, and I'm not sure if you're doing it this way, Mike, because you don't have to, maybe, is that you can finance it at $17 a month for two years, and, you know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's for some people that 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 makes it a lot more affordable. And as Tim Cook said in the Apple uh, keynote event that we had last week, he said. I know the pop, the home phone, but the home the home key or the home button is very very popular. Obviously, app, if Apple wanted to get rid of it, they could have easily gotten rid of it in the new version of the SE, and they didn't do that. So, well, there's some demand because some people uh, had issues face ID with their masks. That's what 15.4 finally supposedly addresses, and I'm not sure it works for everyone. But the other thing is some people just like to have the phone in their pocket and they get a message or they get something and they just want to be able to reach their hand in their pocket and do something without having to pull their phone out. Maybe their hands are full, you know. I like the fingerprint ID, and I really like that a lot better. I, not that I've used Face ID, Mike, but I will tell you that fingerprint ID is quick, it's easy, and it works. And that's why I like it, and I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's really a good way to get things done. I mean, sometimes if you want to get that phone and it's emergency or you have to use it and it doesn't recognize your face, then you got a key in the password. That takes time, so I think the fingerprint ID is, is really the way to go. That's now, how I... Unfortunately, that's built into an Android, so you have a choice of a... Uh, yeah, they have it under the screen, right? Right. And it's real easy to find because it lines right up with the uh, USB-C port, you know, where you plug it in. I mean, you can't miss it. And... One thing I've found about the fingerprint ID is when it's cold. It's really yeah. If your fingers is a little bit moist, or yeah, if you're right. It's cold. You're right, Tim. If I just had my hand in the freezer or something, yeah, it won't work. I have to. Well, if you live in Minnesota, you'd find it out a lot <laughs> quickly. But that does work, and so that's a good one. Um, and we're gonna, and you do also. Not that it really matters right now. I'm not sure how well the 5G will work with it, but that is a capability of that phone. Well, we'll test. The only thing that doesn't work is what's called the MM wave, which that's the really high speed. It's very, very limited. That's like the coverage only covers a block or two tops that you have kind of downtown and busy, you know, big district areas. But so... That's not even a big deal. Uh, the reviews I've already seen, the people got their hands on it early, spoke very highly of it. Uh, their only complaint is a smaller screen, but you know we've already been rocking that, so. Well, as long as you get good battery life, I, that's my yeah. problem. My it problem. is better, that is, you're right, Jennifer, that has been the one downside of that phone. The new one will have a little bit better battery life. I understand the battery itself's larger, and the new, the technology, the new chip uses a little bit less battery, so. Yeah, that makes a difference, and I think you will, you know, on your more flagship-type phones or whatever, you will notice a battery difference. But say I have a case for my phone that has a battery in the bottom, and that I can charge it twice without having to plug it into anything, so. Yeah, no, that's good. Not only that. Work with the one that I have. If you had an iPhone 8, the iPhone SE case will fit that. Will fit that phone as the iPhone 8 case will fit the SE as well. They're the same size, so from the standard, not the plus. Yeah, but six, seven, eight, and this one hopefully SE as well. So, well, it's going to be interesting anyway. So we'll we'll see, and we'll look back around to that, and we're going to be talking more about the shell phone and and other phones 
as we go along here this morning. Let's see. Let's go to Dave and Chris in Pennsylvania. Well, we're good. It's uh, finally warming up here. We had a bunch of snow over the weekend and got rid of all that pretty much. And so we're going to grill a little bit today and a little more on Friday. And it's not quite warm enough, but we're going to do it anyway. I mean, the high is upper 60s and 70 on Friday, but the problem is when you're on daylight savings time, it doesn't warm up that quickly. It doesn't warm up much for lunch, but anyway, we're going to do it anyway. What are you going to have for a grill today? Brats. All right. Brat now, there's a, not hard to do. You're not going to use the uh, probe on the... Yeah, we pro we're going to use the meter probe, probably. Oh, okay. I'm wanting to get a little more practice with that before we do a demo on it. Yeah. Because bro, I mean, brats are not really that long to cook. But No, you don't really need the probe for those, but I'm going to use it because there's a couple things I want to find out. So. Very, very good. Sunshine uh, is doing well. She's running around. You know... The Sunshine Report is exclusively heard every Monday morning between 9 and 11. Yep. At some point, you will get the Sunshine. So, there you go. So, um, so if you don't have anything else, we'll move to Jenna. That's it. Well, thank you. First of all, I was told by my sister, by the way, this is to Chris and Dave because they, 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 they've said it many times, that I, have, I am a very, very fussy eater and that I have strange eating habits. I don't think I do, but I was told that I do. So I never argue, never argue with the sister. I, I'll, I'll agree with her because there's no point in arguing with it because uh, it, 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 she's right. But probably some of those reasons for the bad eating habits is uh, going to the school for the blind. I mean, I, I got I to admit that probably the food was not great there, and so that probably probably helped it out. We're going to have some of the same weather you're having in Altoona, Pennsylvania today. Our snow is pretty much gone. I heard them getting rid of the last vestiges of it yesterday at our apartment complex. Um, we're having um, going to have nice weather today, uh, partly sunny. We're going to have temperatures of almost uh, about 58 degrees today. Tomorrow it's going to be okay, and Friday it's going to be almost 70 degrees. I can definitely deal with that. that that's my kind of weather. So uh, that's all I can say from your little old Albany, New York, Bill. Little old Albany, New York. You're talking about your high-tech um, transportation system. I got the... Oh, yes. I, I do have to say one thing. I, want to, I just want to say thank you very, very much. Bill was at our ACB meeting, and we were talking about our... CDTA, or the Capital District Transit Authority, has this ride-on-demand uh, areas, and it serves as a particular area of the Albany County. I happen to be living in one of them, and it's called Flex. And you can call a bus and have it come to your house and take you to a particular area. And that doesn't go, it's not like Uber where I can take it and say, take me to downtown Albany, but it'll take me to anywhere on the road, which is the big road here in Albany, Wolf Road and parts of Sand Creek Road. And we had a very nice presentation. And Bill talked a little bit about the legend, and um, I want to thank Bill very much for coming to our meeting this past Friday. 
Well, I thought it was interesting, Jeff, because you could go to, um, you could go to the mall or even a doctor's office and call them back and they would come back within a few minutes and pick you up instead of having to finagle around with the times and this, that, and the other. So it was very user-friendly. And the price is right, Bill. It's $1.50 each way. I mean, you can't yeah. beat that. I mean, obviously, you're never going to get an Uber right for that. By the way, for those who do take Uber, and I know Lyft is doing it as well, today is Wednesday. They're starting a 50 to $0.55 cent surcharge on fares to cover the fuel costs for their drivers because the drivers have to pay for their own gas. That'll never go away, probably. <laughs> well, let's hope it does, but you're right. They said it's going to be in for at least two months, and it's uh, starting at least to start today, which is March 16th. When did you ever see prices go back down? Not, not very often. Not too often. Have we gotten everybody on the panel? Um, no, not Tim. Not, I don't we think. didn't get Tim. Tim, oh, we can't forget Tim. Oh. Um, I was going to say prices. The only price I've seen go back down is the price for a barrel of oil. <laughs> but I haven't seen gas go down yet. But anyway... <laughs> I hate to be too cynical. Um, yeah, everything is uh, good here. We've got really nice weather. It's supposed to get up to 58 today and 50 tomorrow and Friday, and then 50s and 60s all weekend. So it's my kind of weather. I really love it. And... Uh, the Twins' first uh, spring training game is tomorrow, or at least the first one on the radio, I should say, tomorrow at noon our time. So looking forward to that. Oh, man, we're so pleased that baseball is back. So that'll be good, except for when you have that sell all their players <laughs> and just give them away for pennies on the dollar. Uh, that's not a good thing. But uh, who knows? Uh, I think the Twins did may have done pretty well in their trades, but we'll he see. <laughs> and he's going to be a good pitcher for you. So, yeah. So, Jim's in on involved in it. We're working on the legend today. So, we should have everything all fixed and going, and we'll, we'll keep it fixed. Um, I, uh, Joe, you can raise your hand because I saw it up first. We're going to start waiting till our segment's over and then start raising the hands because you get no, you get no advantage to doing that by coming in and trying to raise your hand and do that because I'll just put you back at the bottom of the queue. So to give everybody a fair chance. So, Joe, you're up first. Oh, hi. Good, good morning here in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's a nice 40 degrees. It's the first day up to 70 degrees, which we all look forward to and everything. So not too much. I, I was thinking about uh, in 1958, uh, going back to the very first radio job that I had was to take a survey 
to chart the, the top tunes at the Minnesota Braille and Sight Saving School in Fairbow, Minnesota. And I received three records a week. And there were 45s, but they, they weren't really top-notch hits. And I had people working with me and stuff. But it was the uh, day after Easter, uh, 1958, on, on, on a Monday, he said, if you want to survey your school, why just call us and get registered? And that was that 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 was kind of fun. So I had just nostalgic. <laughs> it's a very interesting little. What station, Joe? Class. What state? What station were you? Was it for? A couple months. Which station was it for? Uh, uh, w. The call letters then were WTCN, twelve eighty on on the AM dial, ABC affiliation and they had uh playing they actually went to top 40 stuff then and so now now i believe their call letters are wwtc which is yep. part of part of salem i believe now but anyway so that's that was it so, and I just want to say good morning and uh, I just want to say good morning and and see how everybody was doing. Um, you know, we're having watch issues around here because ever since the, the time change, we've got four atomic watches. And yesterday I had we had two that were saying the right time the correct time and then two that behind now we only have one that says the correct time and the rest of them are behind one hour so it's like well, they're all one a, of them yeah they're one all of them went back yeah <laughs> weird well yeah. that might be a good point soon if the uh, senate passed by a good majority the bill to standardize on one time so the states can decide which time zone they want to be in but they tried no that they tried that before, mike but um the the legislature here in new mexico didn't get enough votes to do it so far but they they, they, they can still try it again eventually it's going to happen because most people want that either one time or another instead of the, the, the Senate Joe has just passed the resolution that that will get will get rid of uh, changing the clock and will be uh, and we would be on permanent Eastern daylight time a permanent daylight time I don't know if that's going and it's going through the House then the House and Senate will have to raggle and see if it works out but but Biden says that he's going to sign the bill and the next time that the, the clocks won't change would be in 2023 which is oh, good wow. in, a, in a way it, it, it's good in the way. But uh, you know, I'm not sure. It's it's, but of course, Europe isn't going to necessarily do that. So it's going to make make for interesting, interesting. Hawaii doesn't change the clock at all. I have friends who live in Hawaii, so Hawaii will be six hours different from us if we. Yeah, stay neither on. neither does Arizona. So, so parts, yeah, that's right. Arizona doesn't change the time, no. and um, parts of South Dakota don't either. So, and then my stepdaughter. I wants don't know to, if. I was going to say, I don't know if any other states did this, but in 1965, Minnesota left it up to the cities 
as to when they wanted to go on daylight. I, that, that would that would be a mess, Tim. Can you imagine that? That yeah, must have been a mess. It was. <laughs> I, it was the thing. It was really bad for was bus schedules. Oh, I bet that was a nightmare and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's the one concern I read about children, you know, being out in the dark in the morning because you're not yeah. going to the sun before 7 a.m. So, so yep. what do you think about it? Do you think we should get rid of this whole moving the clock every year? And what, what, what yeah, it's it's not healthy for people. I mean, there are health no, issues, heart attacks and oh. issues. But changing the time, that one hour makes it a lot of difference for a lot of people. Uh, I would like to see it left on regular time. What is regular? They said it's daylight savings. Is that regular, or which one do you call no, regular? No, daylight regular savings. Regular is to standard. Be on, but they they're gonna they want to make it on on daylight time, Chris. That's I what, know that. they do, but I would prefer standard since we're asking. But, but then it's up to each state, which so uh, it's not going to be up to each state. Uh, no, they it's not. It's it going to be federal. No, they, it's up to each state to decide which time. I I, I assume maybe they meant Eastern, Central, or Mountain, maybe, but. So I suppose the state could change, like Indiana did at one point. They were all eastern. Was now it was kind of eastern and central. Right, but so. I think currently, what went through the Senate, I think it's all going to be under one standardized time. That's right, right and it's daylight. And the only place where it may be may, it may be different, Mike, and and I could tell you it was different when I was in Arizona. Is that the Indian reservations might have. Depending on the the tribe, that might be different compared. Yeah, because it said most of Arizona, so there must be a few folks that do change, but it's not. Well, it's going to be interesting. Thank you very much, Joe Ellen. Thank you very much, and please continue yeah, listening okay. as usual. Okay. I never understood why Chicago was on a different time. When we when I lived in Indianapolis, Chicago's on a different time, and it's that way year round. And what's the difference? it's so close you know and so you got one side of the road one time one the other who's next jeff gail can you unmute yourself please and then uh that's we're caught up at this point gail out in, hopefully uh, i'm unmuted you are unmuted go ahead well everything is going well here uh we had to of course set our clocks ahead and wendy and i were talking about that and she said uh well it's only going to get worse that's what she said. And, and why and is it going to get worse? Everything, according to Wendy, everything's going to get worse. For instance, if you can't find things in the store and stuff like this, and you can't, and you can't, and you can't, you can't. It's only going to get worse because of all the control of everything. <laughs> I kind of laugh at it, and I kind of go, "Oh well, you know." But like I said, as far as the, it would be nice to have one time you know standardize it all the way and so we wouldn't have to set clocks you know all you know twice even you know every it just and my talking clock in the bedroom is a dickens to set because i have to for um standard time again i have to go all the way around thing and talking and it bing 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 it feels like it takes about a week <laughs> You know what I do with my, when I have to do that, Gail? I take the batteries out. It puts the clock at 12 o'clock a.m., and it's a lot easier to go forward than to have to keep going around backwards. Yeah, well, that's a good suggestion. But everything else is going fine for me. My um, my platelets were a little bit down, and but still, everything's okay. I don't see him until May. I won't, I'll see probably both my doctors in May. 
but the one doctor I have, uh, she, she's kind of a sticky, well, I won't say it that way. She, you know, do it according to the diabetic diet, no matter what. That's the way she thinks. And it's sometimes, it's just, I don't understand all of it. I don't try at times. But like I said, everything other than that, everything else is great. And I am really, really looking forward to the nice warm weather and getting rid of the snow and everything like that. So that's about it. And I really, really enjoy the coffee club. I, I really, and Jeff, keep giving me a rough time. It helps. I, I'm glad someone likes me doing that. Thank you very much, Gail. Thanks, Jeff. And everyone. All right. Bill, you're next. Go ahead, Bill. Right, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Hey, it's about 40 degrees here. It's supposed to get to 60-some, and then we're supposed to have rain on Friday. And talking about time, uh, when Tim mentioned that about the cities of Minnesota, I just happened to hear that the other day. Yesterday on the radio, a guy was talking about Virginia was that way, back when the cities could make their own time back in the mid-60s there. And he was talking about he drove 100 miles across Virginia and had to change his, well, he didn't, but he would have had to change his watch seven times because each city is an hour behind or an hour back. And, of course, I remember when Indiana was all central time and then they used to go to daylight saving time. And then I can remember when I was in school, the school had to stay on central time on their clocks back in the 50s for the, I don't know, some due to federal money or state money. Their clocks all were an hour behind, so we started class at 8:25 on the on the watch, but it was 7:25 on the uh, school clock. And then also, the reason of Chicago is uh, doesn't change the time. We're we're on we're on daylight saving time now because Illinois is on Central Time the year you know, and then they change. And then the reason North. Western Indiana is always uh, follows Chicago or Illinois time because so many people work in Chicago or work in Indiana back and forth. All the Northwest Indiana is always an hour behind uh, the rest of the state of Indiana. And I can remember back in the 50s, I forget the name of the school now, but there was a school when they used to change times as close to the Ohio line. But there was a portion of that state was on Eastern Standard Time, and another part of it was on Central Standard Time back in the 50s. And the, and the center line, the 10-second line of the basketball court, happened to be the timeline, the way the line was drawn. So when they dribble back and forth, you'd go at one end, you'd be at 8 o'clock, you'd go back the other end, you're at 7 o'clock. That would drive that me didn't nuts, last that, long. That, that would that, drive that me was nuts. Like one, well, that was one school year, and then, then everything changed, but that was... I remember when that happened. I was back in the in the mid '50s that they had that problem because, and then I knew people that lived there's a city in Indiana called Union City, which is on the Ohio line, and Union City, Ohio, Union City, Indiana is the same, but the main street is a dividing line. So back when it was used to be Central Standard Time year round, I mean when they would change in Indiana for the winter, if you worked in Ohio, you had to remember your your time difference. You started at seven o'clock on Ohio. It was six o'clock. Your house. You had to get out, go to, get to, go to work early. So, 
You know, Bill, what, what, what would confuse me, Bill, and I and I do listen to or I, I watch a lot of London broadcasting stuff from the United Kingdom. And, of course, right, right. now, because we're on daylight savings time, it's, it's four hours difference. Under normal circumstances, it would be five hours difference. But in but in in Europe they have Europe they 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 do daylight savings time in Europe as well, which is I think coming up this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, right. or next weekend, and so then London will be five hours difference again. So it gets a little bit confusing when that when you go across the across the Pacific to Australia, like I'm doing a state a thing on Australia on all things radio, where it's sometimes it's 14 hours difference or 13 hours difference, and then if you're in, right. Perth, in Perth, Australia, it's 12 hours difference or 13 hours difference. So. It gets very, very confusing. You got to keep this stuff in your oh, head. If it not... does. And, right. Well, if you take if you take uh, India, uh, I don't know. I know India does. That there's points in India where it's half hour points. Well, the same thing in, words, New, in New Finland. It could be eleven thirty. Eleven thirty in the other days be twelve o'clock. It's a half hour time difference. Well, there's a half hour difference in New Finland up in Canada as well, and then there's Atlantic time up in right. Canada, which is an hour ahead of us, I believe. Right. So, I mean, you get used to it. Thank you, Bill. We do have some people on who are waiting, and I want to thank you for uh, participating. And I know you'll have your hand raised, I'm sure. So thank you very okay, much, okay. Bill. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, how's... iPhone Julie is next, so Julie McCullough. All right. And then Al will be next in Ontario, California. Go ahead, Julie. Good morning. Um, <clears throat> I have an atomic watch, and in the fall, when it came time to change the time, it worked just fine. Uh, now this spring, it is. Um, it was a day behind. It changed yesterday and not Sunday. And a friend of mine, she, when hers didn't change, she went ahead and manually set it and ended up with a minute difference between her clock and her phone. Um, and you know that probably won't straight out straighten out since she manually said it. I said I'm I just wait and see if it if it doesn't change the next day I'll worry about it. And it did change, so it's just kind of an inconvenience for a day. So that's that's how my atomic watch works. Well, what else is going on in your neck of the woods, Julie? Um. Well, um, not. Not a whole lot. It's been warming up some, and we're supposed to get into the 70s today, and that will be wonderful. And um, I, I have a question that I may ask later, just depending on how the discussion goes. All right. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. Um, Oh, Alan, it's Alan Ramos is next. We've got somebody with a serious problem with their microphone. Jennifer, can you just move your microphone around just for a second? I think it might be your microphone. You don't have to turn it off, but just move it. I think it's got a... Uh, good morning uh, to the panel. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Alan. Well, it's going to be in the mid-70s here, um, here in Ontario. And we are the home of the $6 gas prices. At the pub. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but anyway, uh, with the time change, I'm wondering what's going to happen with computers and iPhones and stuff that has to uh, stay at one time. Is there going to be an update for that? I would think so because um, that's all done through the government and it would be done through a software update in Windows because what it, at least what my computer does, I have well, they all do. 
But in Windows, they it will check the government time servers once a once okay. a month, once a week. But I have one that checks it every 15 minutes. I have a program that does it every 15 minutes, and it, and it compensates for for daylight savings time. But if if they get rid of of Eastern Standard Time and make it all daylight savings time, then of course the program will have to be updated in Windows yeah. to to take care of that. But I don't. That, think... that was the, what I was wondering about because you know it's I have to help. Uh, my brother set his uh, Victor streaming things, you know, so I keep this network pretty well running. Well, I understand that. What's the weather like out there in Ontario well, today? Well, it's going to be in the mid seventies out here today. That's great. That's yeah, great. So. Well, are you are you and Walter going to be doing anything special this week? We we have no plans to do anything special, but our birthday's coming up a week uh, on oh. Thursday. Yeah, you're one of those that has a birthday all month. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, I used to have a gal I worked with, one of Jenny's friends, and she um, celebrated her birthday month all month. Wow. I have a friend who says that every day is his birthday, no matter what. 365 days of the year, it's, it's always his birthday. I don't think he gets you gifts know. three of every day of the year, but that's what he says. So, all right, Alan, thank you very oh. much. Thank you very much, Alan. Oh, you're welcome. All right, Bob, out. Uh, I forgot where you. I was remember. Forget where you. But you're wow. here, Bob. Unmute yourself, please. Good morning, everyone. I got to talk fast because my phone wants to overheat this morning. But oh. Um, can I change the subject? Sure. Okay. Uh, my Amazon, on my Amazon devices, when I say nation's blind, it does open it up and it says that it's open, but it will not play the live stream. What can I do about it? For what station, Bob, again? I'm sorry. Uh, National Federation of the Blind website. Nation's Blind, it's called. Oh, I don't have I, that on my phone. Uh, that Michael, if Michael's still here, uh, Michael may be able to answer that one. I've never heard of the website, to tell you the truth. But Tim, Tim, do you know? Where are you? Um, not sure, uh, because yeah, I'll have to, I'll try it and see. They have the Nation's Blind podcast, which that's produced by the NFB and I'm not sure if if that works now or not. I haven't tried it for a long time. They haven't made, they haven't sent out a podcast for a long time there. I haven't gotten one anyway. No, they haven't. Um, uh, yeah, it's but it's been, it says when on on my Amazon device it says it's open but when it's time for the uh, live stream it doesn't play it. So when you say play the Nation's Blind podcast it, it doesn't play in it at all, Bob? Is that what you're saying? I'm talking about the live stream that we do. He's talking about the live stream, so if they're not streaming anything, it wouldn't play. If they aren't doing well, anything, yeah, but they're streaming when it's, when it, I know, but when it's time for the live stream once a month and the first first of the month, it doesn't ah, play. Okay, it. I see what you mean. Yeah, and I I haven't tried it the last couple months. I I usually get that on Zoom, so... 
Well, I have to do that now, too, so. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering. Maybe it'll link change. I'm wondering if they've got some problem or you might <clears throat> let somebody know when you go to the Zoom meeting, hey, this is not broadcasting or probably one of our listeners will tell us exactly what's going on. Um, they seem to know more than I do anyway, so that doesn't take much. Um, do we have any, let's see, Jeff, do we have any potential callers here that might? Uh, we have one uh, from Charles in Baltimore, Maryland, Bill. And he's an NFB type person, so he might be able to tell you. Good morning, Charles. Yes, how is everybody? <clears throat> Good. Uh, yes, let me see if I can help here. On the presidential release, um, like it, it usually starts, unless otherwise stated, at uh, 8 o'clock, you know, it gives the, you know, it, you're um, on the day and the time and all that. And if on, on my Alexa, you know, I could say enable nations blind, <clears throat> then it'll, it'll play it. At least I haven't had any real problems, but if you do it when it's not there, you won't get anything. I do it when it's time for it. <clears throat> right. When it's, when it's time, do you, to do, you say uh, sometimes, of course, on the, on Alexa, it doesn't work <clears throat> and you have to, um, call in on the phone. Sometimes it does for the most part. And sometimes it don't. Um, I don't know. This Alexa's kind of contrary sometime. I know, I know what you're saying. I wish I could be of more help than that. Well, what else is going on in your neck of the woods, Charles? What's happening with you today? Well, uh, one, one of my, uh, friends died. She was a fan of the, um, Sports Lounge, I don't know if she ever caught in or not. Uh, Carol Siegel, well, you probably don't never heard of her. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. And that was Monday. And uh, it's really kind of sad because, you know, her and I were close. And, you know, it happens to all of us. I know that. But uh, I've been knowing her since 73. And it's, you know, when you lose somebody like that, it, uh, it's really starting to set in now. Uh, we found out yesterday and Friday's the funeral and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, it's something we got to get through and we're here to help each other through it. So, you know, what else can you say, really? There's nothing more you can say. Thank you, Charles. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, we're going to work on Bob's. We're going to work on Bob's problem because I know a few people who might be able to help out with that. Bill, did you want to talk about Buddy right now, or do you want to hold off on that? Or Well, I don't know a whole lot about it. We just got a, a call from Beth, Beth Moline, who comes in every week and reported that that Buddy and Buddy, but I don't know any of the details, when, where. Um, I've not seen anything official. 
Same thing here, Bill. We really don't know, but we know he did pass away. And again, let's also put our prayers out for Bill. Bill has a very good friend, Dan Nancy and Dale. Nancy is in hospice, and let's just pray for her and that the, that her suffering doesn't continue. That's all I want to say, because she was very special to the legend. We and just lost him, yeah, another person yesterday. So he was from Chicago, and I worked with him. And he was a big avid sports fan, and I, I worked with him. His name was Craig Lynch, and he passed away. So I knew Craig. So, so, can't get my phone to stop here. So. Do we have um, any? We have Julie who said she had a question or wanted to talk about something. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Um, well, actually, right now I want to talk about I've tried to use the nation's blind for um, I've tried to use mine, my nation's blind to get uh, the news line. And I can't always make that work the way it's supposed to. Um so I think some of their things work and some of them don't. I don't know, or because I try to do what they tell me to do, and and um, so that's just kind of the way that's working. They probably might want to spend some time and energy on that a little bit. Okay, I think that's probably the best answer I've heard so far. Um, but you did say you wanted to talk about something, uh, and as, as long as uh, you're here, we might as well Just bring it up. Just a second. I will. I, I need to go someplace else to do it. Okay. Um, hold on, and I'll get that done. Um, and I also had a dog on my lap who I don't like to make him get up unless it's necessary. <laughs> but he got up. I started to take the chair down, and he got up. Um All right, I'm I'm on my way here, and and I will deal with this particular question. All right, um, if this is political, please let me know. It also has to do with blindness. Okay. Um, I I heard this story about. Um, Joe, that a blind man led Joe Biden into where he was supposed to go to make his speech. And Joe Biden asked where he was. And I thought, I thought this person was just telling me a joke. So I looked it up on the internet and there is something about that. But I, I looked at it differently. I thought, well, um, you know, maybe that was something he was doing was letting this blind man and just, you know, kind of trying to make sure that the blind man knew, I don't, you know, I don't know if they put sleep shades on the president or what they did. Do you know anything about any of that? I have no idea no, until you yeah. just talked. You know, I, I uh, so what I'm understanding here, are you saying the, the president was trying or uh, putting a blind shade on to see what it would be like or to make a Yeah, I don't know if that part happened or not. But anyway, a blind man led him to where he was supposed to be making a speech. Well, I mean, it could be. I mean, there's sighted people that do like dining in the dark and all yeah. that 
So I didn't know if that's really what was happening with that. Um, but they thought, you know, that. That's what our politicians do. Yeah. Well, I'm sure any of us has led a sighted person somewhere that they didn't know. They walked into a building, wasn't sure where some, some, something was. And we assisted them walking first and they followed us. So I. Yeah. And, and he, and that the president said, where am I? Um, and I, I just didn't know if that was if that's something that somebody has made up and put pictures in it or if that really happened or what it was. I mean, I could see it as more, you know, uh, this person saw it as, you know, the president about is senile or stupid or something. But I I could see that in a very different light. We did that possibly. when I worked at Easter Seals, Julie, back in 1977. Um, we were doing a thing about awareness and disability awareness, and we would blindfold children and say, this is what it might be like if you were visually impaired. Can you yes. walk around the classroom? And I would walk around the classroom with them, and it really worked well. It worked magic, and the, and the kids really yes. enjoyed it and got a feeling of it. There is no politically in, political incorrect. There is well, no it could politi- be, Jeff, as I think about it, it could have been someone satire of the blind leading the blind or something it could like have been, that. So. It could have been, too. That yeah. We don't know. Well. I mean, it's there's so much stuff out there. There's millions of posts every day. Yeah, I, you, I, really, I, yeah. You, really, you really don't I mean, know. That, it didn't uh, make any news here. Go ahead, Jennifer. The, the Republicans are really going crazy trying to belittle him and make him look as stupid as they can. I see things in Newsweek and everything all the time, every day, about their next their next attempt to do it. Yeah, I I wondered if it was just kind of one of those things, but, um, you know, this person sees things and thinks they're real. So, um, you know, so I try to look them up and see what they are uh, because of one person who was connected with one of the things I saw. I didn't take much stock in it, but then I thought I got to thinking, well, um, you know, that someone who was blind had been you know, assigned to do that in, a, in some state and that, um, that the president was, you know, just, you know, wondering, well, how does this guy know that that's where he is? And I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I could see it in very different ways than it was being portrayed possibly. <laughs> and I just wondered if any of you knew anything about it. I no, don't, but then again, I don't my... follow every post on Twitter, and I don't know, Mike. Do you do you follow these things? I don't follow everything. Yeah, on that Twitter. was my next I question. Don't, what, I don't do Twitter. What was this? Was this social media? Was this? I mean, um, well, actually, I looked on. I think I just did a search for it on the internet. You know, asked if that happened. And well, it showed gotta a couple be true different if it was on the internet. <laughs> no, I mean, I know that's what I mean. Well, it's I mean, not... you really have to watch. There's an old saying, believe half of what you see and half of what you read. And that's even more oh, true. Absolutely. And I, you know, I did and, not and know. And with it. this war going on, I mean, there's going to be all kinds of misinformation. Oh, yes, there is. And I, that's why I looked because I don't believe everything. And I thought, oh, this was probably just a joke I was being told. So. But I just wondered if it was something that had been on some news something or what. And so I looked and and did find some, you know, some things about it. Um, and one was done by some comedian. So that didn't you know make any sense. Yeah. And one had a person from a news network. Right. Um, okay. I didn't listen to that one. But I just didn't know if that was something that had made the news and I had missed it or if it was just right. something... I, I personally, personally myself, 
this is not even hardly worth the time because there's not even a shred of evidence, true, not true. Um, unfortunately, you know. As we say in the new biz news uh, business, what's your source? You know, yeah. to quote a story, who's the story? Who wrote the story? Who was, if it's just a post somewhere, it could have been anyone, anyone. Right. Uh, I mean, so yeah. Kind of with Bill, it's like there's nothing there to there's right no discuss. We don't know if it's. That's right. Thank yeah. you, Julie. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> we just had a very interesting. I got a very interesting story for you that just happened here. We got a. You know how you get all these calls from Medicare and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I answered the phone. And. And the lady started saying who she was, but you will never guess what was in the background of that call. It was Jeff, you, and Julie. They had the coffee club on. It was in the background. In the background. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's interesting because I just heard at Chicago Lighthouse they're working with some other states because there's health care providers that want to hire blind folks to do telephone uh support so hey maybe that's a connection yeah hey we 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 want to be spied upon but uh, that gives us attention so no i have no idea um what that might be but that is a little bit different hey but we'll take all the listeners we can get but please hey, that's just, pretty cool actually it'll right away yeah, just don't make calls to our to our panel members when they're on the air. You know, these people are something else. Um, <laughs> but you know that. Oh, Michael, while you're on my phone here, we had Bob call in from Michigan, and I guess there's a skill on the iPhone called the Nation's Blind or Nation's Blind. And he wants to listen to the program, and it's never on, or he can't get it at the live. Oh, I think that could be the actual NFB stream. It only works when they're broadcasting, like the president's message or the convention. I, that's what I think it is. So Nations Blind will only work when the NFB is broadcasting live, which would be their monthly presidential well, messages or the summer conventions in July. No, either. Yeah, I mix up. Is that right, Tim? I think that's what... It is, but I think they've been having some trouble with the actual stream because there was, a, I'm trying to remember what it was. There was something, a presentation by President Rick Bono that was supposed to be on and it never was on. Oh, it was a few a few weeks ago. Okay, well, they, they use the Shoutcast so. servers, which... It takes like two minutes to connect. It's pretty janky. Right. I told it, them they should use IceCast. It'll connect within a, a second or two. I really wish they but, would. So too. the problem with what you're I saying agree. is it, it, it's it's an NFB issue. It, Bob, it's an NFB issue. So they'll have to work on it. Now I don't, Bill. You're really good at this. I'm never good at this, but we do have an area code five two zero. That is a that is Beth. I betcha. Okay. Well, Beth. Or, well, whoever it is, can you unmute yourself, please? Bet you that's Beth. Terry from Arizona calling. Oh, cool. Go ahead, Terry. Listen, I I have a question. I know you guys talked about this earlier about the atomic watches. 
Um, but you, oh, okay, but mine won't set to Pacific time. It won't set to the Pacific time zone. Um, I don't know how to get it to do it. And, and you can't, with this particular watch, you cannot set the time on it. It, it has to update itself, uh, like in the window or something. I don't know how to get it to update at all. Yeah, Isn't that where it has to get like WWV at three in the morning or something like yeah, that? Yeah, WWV yes. on sixty megahertz, and that comes from Fort Collins, Colorado, Mike. Right. So you go right, to put exactly, but but where do I put the watch to get it to update? Well, that would itself. be the west side of your home or your apartment, right, toward Colorado, which would be well, that would be east of you. So you'd want to put it somewhere in the window, in the window, in the east east window of your. Home or apartment, or maybe north. Okay, well, yeah, I don't have windows. I have bel—I have balcony doors. I don't have any windows here, so um, I, you know, I—I—I I, I, I tried to put it, you know, by the balcony door, but it, <laughs> in my room, but I—it just would not update itself to the right time. Hmm. Yeah, so. I was going to say if it does update it should say usa time updated if you push the yes. time button twice that, that is true but it says u.s time time not um not updated. yeah okay the so other, the other thing you might try is going out on your balcony about nine o'clock at night after well after it gets dark sometimes yeah. it'll update then if you take it outside but okay. it may take about twenty minutes. Okay. All right. Thank can you, you very much. Can you can you tell it when to update, or is that, is that pre-programmed by the watch itself, guys? I don't have one, so that's why I'm asking the question. It's, yeah, there is a way, though, Dave. I I can't remember how to do it. There is a way to force it to update. There there is on on most watches. Uh, if you hold the time button in for mm -hmm. about three seconds and hold the watch up to your ear and you will hear like a little oh. like that oh, yes. when, it, uh -huh. when it when it does that if you mm -hmm. take that if you take that outside in the mm -hmm. evening um, mm -hmm. and and you do what I, what I just said and then mm -hmm. let it sit out there for give it about three or four minutes and it will okay. update all right well thank you guys and um I appreciate it, and another time, I don't know, but I do have another question about the Google uh, the Google Mail, like it's going to uh, change on May the 30th, and, and I'm wondering how would that affect, you know, the phones? Google Mail? Google Mail? I have, the, I have Google Mail. I haven't received any information about changing. What's, what are you talking about, Terry? Can you explain? Um, I got an email saying that on May the 30th that they're going to be changing their authentication thing. Um, yeah. And I have, I have Gmail, you know, on my iPhone. I also have it on my um, Blind Shell Classic 2 phone. And I just wondered whether or not it would affect it, you know, the mail app. Might want to be careful. We've gotten some emails here about our... Uh, email in their their scams, so you want to be really really careful that you don't click on those things. 
Okay. Again, I, I haven't All received right. any emails. Thank and, you. I, and Terry, I will, I will also say I haven't received any emails, and I have Gmail, and I've had it for quite a number of years now, and I've, okay. I have never received anything like that in my email. Um, and I use, okay. Thank I you. think it has to do with the paid services. So I don't think your free Gmail account will be affected. Oh, right. Okay. And if there is changes, they will prompt you through it. It will not affect your phone or anything else. Um, you will not be affected. So you'll right. be able to do that. Thank you, Terry. All right. We have Bill up again from Chicago, Illinois. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, this kind of goes back. I tried to get in while Julie was talking. She's talking about that presidential thing was conducted in with a blind person and there's a lot of just kind of like you go back on this there was a lot of things on the news i i got a thing on my on my uh, computer that puts all kind of news stuff on there and the other day i ran across one that that uh putin in russia was claiming that the ukrainians were sending biological warfare into russia by migrant birds and insects <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of weird stories out there. If you want yeah, to go there. speaking of weird, <laughs> I got one. Someone told me that uh, Joe Biden had been rushed to the hospital. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's been all over the news. And I said, well, I just listened to the news. I didn't hear anything about it. And he right. said, yeah, Biden can't stop Putin. I'm like, oh, oh, that was a joke. Oh, I get it. I get oh, it, Mike. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> well, the bottom line is you have to be you have to be careful when it comes to fake news, Bill. And oh, I know. I and mean, you got to be careful on the on on those emails too, because I get all kinds, and half ninety percent of them I don't even click on any of my emails. If I don't know who it is it. from, or if I don't know the subject, it just gets hit. It, it, I hit the delete key. Right. I There's hit, a callus on my index finger it. on yeah. my right hand because of oh, so many times I hit the delete key. So that's the only yeah, thing I it, I can say. The, yeah, I'll get I'll get maybe forty emails. In one day, and I may only read one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Pamela Francis out in Kansas City, Missouri. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, please. Hello, everyone. Just a question about the the uh, Senate having voted on, on the standardization of the time. Please, Lord. Um. Would it do any good for us to contact our our House legislators, a House of Representatives legislators? Only if you don't think the House is going to pass it. But I, but from what I understand, the House is probably going to pass it, Pam. Oh God, I hope so. Yeah, I'd say unless you <laughs> want it to keep two times and move twice a year, then you might contact them. But otherwise, oh no, no, it messes well, with my medicine. Mm -mm. It never hurts to contact them and let them know what you think. Even I didn't know exactly because yeah. If you do want it to happen, it's important that they know it because. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know what what shape it was in in the house. That's why I asked. Well, you know, they tried this once back in 1974. Do you remember when they had the energy crisis, Mike? You might be a little. Oh younger. yeah, I remember that. that I remember. Were... Yeah. And they, tried they didn't change the time that year, and the reason, the only thing that caught my attention was radio stations used to go off, AM used to go off at 4.45, and they stayed on until 6 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, interesting. That's well, and you also, you also talked about cities uh, having the choice. Uh, at the time, 
back in the 60s when when they were doing all that mess. St. Louis was on daylight time. Kansas City stayed on standard. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's going to be a mess no matter what. They're they're always there because the, the parents are going to say, well, you know, if they, if we don't change, if we keep the clock the same way, is that going to be getting dark quite early, quite late? I mean, and, and but but it'll but in the morning the sun will come up later also as well. So I. I you know what, though, the thing is, and this is a, my whole thing, it doesn't mean that we get more hours in the day. Just find ways to utilize them the best way your schedule allows for. I agree, Pam. I don't like the changing of the times. I don't like losing that hour of sleep, and it also throws me off, and it takes me about one or two days to get back to normal here, to get my circadian, circadian rhythms back to normal. I agree with you there, Pam. But, you know, what will happen will happen. And as Doris Day says in her song from 1956, from the man who knew too much of that movie, que sera, sera. What will Amen. be, will Thanks, be. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Pam. Julie, you have your hand raised again. Can, unmute yourself, please. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> the <clears throat> excuse me. The Nation's Blind also does NFB Newsline, and so I would think that would be on any time. But you can't. I can't always make the instructions work to get, you know, what I want from there. But um, you on know, it Alexa? does stream. Whoops! I shouldn't have said the yes. N word. Yes. Yeah. No. I, it just yeah. needs your voice as to go in there, Mike. Uh, Newsline uh, is the the keyword for Newsline is National Federation, right, Tim? I mean, that's. Yeah. I'm if you sure want to use your right. Newsline, you say, uh, "Lady A, open National Federation," and you. Uh, yeah. Have to install the uh, skill first, and I. It's been buggy ever since they've had it. Uh, yes. Yes. But that's the word you want to use to, if you're trying to do that newsline on your uh, Echo device. It's national. Yeah, yeah, and I think I've done fashioned, that. But I found the best way to use NFB newsline is on the regular standard telephone. <laughs> I don't mean to be mean. To people, yeah, and but... every once in a while, I think, I think every once in a while, Kansas runs out of money to run it because sometimes I don't get very much on it um, with my with my iPhone and some, and then there are other times that I have gotten quite a bit of the paper on it. Yeah. There's so. issues where the feeds don't get updated or the newspapers cut back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and some of it's that newspapers change the way they do things. I, I get really mad because the online feed of the newspapers, which is the free feed, which is what we're getting, um, is a lot of times they will change what they put out there for articles like, uh, oh, one week you'll maybe get a certain columnist and the next week you won't get that columnist. And it's the way the newspapers put them out on, online. It's well, not necessarily Newsline's fault. No, and there's another thing. If I, I like to read the New York Times, for example, and they'll only let you read so many free articles online for free. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't want to pay for it, you're just limited to so many articles to read online. That's right. Problem. Or Newsline, yeah. 
the Wall, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, but again, it, it's not going to have everything that you would get for the paid service. That's kind of been their contention. Newspapers like, well, we'll give it to you, but we don't give you everything because I think you, there should be some benefit to paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been I mean, an ongoing issue. And the bottom line is that newspapers are, are, are somewhat becoming a dying industry in a sense, truly. And so people are going to end up, if you don't want to pay for the newspaper, then eventually you won't be able to read it online. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what's going to happen at some point. And some of the newspapers are really changing. I know ours, the, the Indianapolis Star has lots more articles from USA Today and things like that instead of local news with local writers. Oh, yeah. That's correct. So it depends on who owns yeah. your newspaper. If you're going to get yep. the Gannett stories or what, whoever owns it. Our, uh, I, I believe that our Albany Times Union is owned by, by Hearst. If I could be wrong, but if it is... They put very little up there online for you to read. And so, I mean, if you want to read the obituaries, of course, they're always free. But I, I really don't care to read those. So I don't I know what to say. So what else can you say? It's the way it is. So, Mike, is there any new technology that you've been playing with at all in the last few weeks? Uh, new technology. I installed an app, talking about news, I installed an app on my iPhone called Bacon Reader, and it works with a service called Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. And I get so much news and information from that. It's, I'm learning about all kinds of new things that I didn't know about. A lot of people now either get their news from Twitter or Reddit. And it's, uh, this Bacon Reader is very accessible though. It does have ads, but you can pay $1.99 to get rid of them. So I did that. It was worth it to me to get that clutter off the very bottom of my screen. Is that a one-time payment or? Is yeah, one time. It's not monthly. It's, it's one time, $1.99. Okay. Uh, so there's, they, what they do is they have, you kind of think of it as groups or areas of interest. So there's one just for FM radio and there's 15,000 people that talk about nothing but FM radio. So whatever you're into, there's thousands of uh, if you're just into the iPhone or crafting or whatever you're into, there's you just subscribe to the groups of interest to you and you go through and read uh, different comments. I've learned so much. There's very knowledgeable people there. Uh, so that's one. Uh, I know something I shared with you, Jeff, we've been playing. We found these online radio receivers that you can actually tune to your computer and tune the dial, listen to different radio stations. we got some in California and Florida and Texas. And there's one we like in Milford, Pennsylvania. Uh, we listen to UK, which is kind of neat because at night there, when the, you know, you can hear like the rest of Europe. Uh, there's one in Poland, which we kind of wanted to listen to to see what we could find out about Ukraine. But I didn't hear anything in English and I don't know any other languages. But, uh, but it's kind of neat. The ones we found are just AM and shortwave. We haven't found any FM ones. I haven't seen any FM, and, and there's two different companies. There's Web SDR, and there's one called Kiwi, both uh, and they're both the same kind of thing. And I, I like to listen to the radio stations in Australia, for example. And but we're finding that uh, that medium wave is is disappearing. Like if you go to England, and I listen to the radio stations in London, the the dial was full of of uh, medium wave radio stations from 20 years ago or 30. Well, they only got commercial radio back in the 19, I believe, I'm going to say the 1980s uh, or 70s at, at some point. So they had 1548, which was Capital Gold, and they had the BBC Radio 1 and 2. They've always been on medium wave, and they had a ton of commercial stations. Of course, before that, in the 60s, they had the pirate radio stations. 
Now, if you go and up, up and down the dial in the United Kingdom, and you can do that with these receivers by using uh, the, a, a, a button that's labeled dash or plus, and it, or in the United, in the United Kingdom, the, their increments go in nine kilohertz steps. So it would be, you know, uh, you know, it would be uh, five oh five oh five, or, and then nine kilohertz up or down. You know, the, turning tuning the band. There's not a lot out there on the AM band in the United Kingdom anymore, like it used to be. And of course, there's also BBC Radio Four is on long wave, and I forgot the frequency, but you can hear that out in 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 London as well. So. They're very, very interesting. Mike, if, if you can help me out, I'd like to do a review about that for All Things Radio and maybe. And I, considering that I think I know Bill pretty well, I think we can do something that will be both useful for All Things Radio and the coffee club. And the only big problem I have is that I, I don't, I'm not sure how to separately lower the volume of the receiver. I can't find those buttons on my end, so... So if, if we can work together on this, Mike, as a project in the next few weeks, maybe yeah, that would be we can do it. Can it's do. kind of we have to decide which ones we want to, you know, just demo a couple of them. Like I might do Milford, Pennsylvania, because that one gets all the New York stations during the daytime. Well, I'm sure it does at night too. But uh, you decide which ones you want to. California, there's two near LA that are kind of neat to listen. Yeah, to. Yeah, the, the one I like to listen to. There's also one in uh, in uh, Texas. I think that's. That, that does well, and the, the, the one in uh, in Australia, there's one in Sydney, Australia, and you can listen to all the AM stations there, and it's kind of interesting to hear that stuff, and it really is kind of exciting, um, and, and I thought the receivers only would let, let one person at a time listen. Some of these receivers, they call them slots, and there are four or five or six slots. You don't get that many people listening at once, but but there are, uh, but it's kind of an inter interesting way of listening to radio, so... You guys slices, and they can do up to like 10, you can go up to like 10 megahertz. So, for example, they could have 50 different people listening to FM on one, and some of those have multiple little USB sticks hooked up to them. So it's neat. It's it's not like it used to be back in the 90s where you'd share it with a bunch of people, and you'd find something, and someone else would change the channel on you. And yeah, each one has its own, own slot. That's just what they call it. Right. So, Bill, Tim, did you um, want to ask a question? Okay. I'm sorry. That was basically that covered it. Your Mike's answer. Oh. Now, is that called that reader, Mike? You mentioned is called bacon, just like the kind you eat. B a c o n, bacon reader, for iOS for your iPhone. I think it would. Now, is that one also made for Android? I don't know, Mr. Bill. Um, I guess I'll find out. We'll find out. And of course, if you like podcasting and and you like RSS, which is really oh, simple yeah. syndication. Oh yeah, thank Jeff for that. He turned me on to a program called Luna RSS. Oh, well, yeah. no, don't thank don't thank me. Let's give the guy the credit as, as oh, due. Me? We have to thank Bill because he's the one that turned me on to it. Okay, yeah, that's a, what NathanTech.com, just like it sounds, NathanTech.com, and it's that thing is. Speak of news, that thing is great for it. So if you know how to put RSS feeds in for like your favorite newspapers and magazines and websites and blogs and stuff, you don't even have to put them in, Mike. You're right. You can search. You can search Feedly and you can search iTunes, the Apple for all their podcasts. So you can do either podcasts or text news. Uh, it's a pretty cool. It really program. is pretty cool. I we mean, it, some rough times on that program, but he finally got it straight. And it's worked well for us. And we use Calliope, too. That's a nice little program as well. Uh, I haven't used Calliope in a while, but, I mean, it, it's, it's a way to get to listen to YouTube videos or 
I'll watch uh, YouTube. This one, Luna RSS says it'll do YouTube. This is a website. I haven't tried to put those in yet, but it says it supports YouTube. Well, so. I think if you know the channel, the, 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 the one you subscribe to, and uh, and you put it in, it's like an RSS thing, and every time he updates the feed, it works like, like an RSS reader. So if you yes, follow it, it really is a great <laughs> program. And once he came out with version 10, I think it is, a 110 or whatever the version is, it, it, all the bugs that he had in the previous versions are gone so far, and it really is working quite well. Oh, there's another one I've been playing with called Tweez Cake. It's like Cheesecake, but TW instead of CH. Tweez Cake. And it does Twitter, and it does podcasts. What all does that thing do? I don't have it in front of me here. It, it does some other social media stuff. Uh, the RSS. It has radio built into it, podcasting and radio. So I can put the legend or KLOU in St. Louis, whatever. So... But it's, for, it's free for now, I think, but they make you sign up for an account, so they may charge at some point, but as of now, it is still free. And, uh, the problem is, it's not the easiest thing to install, as I recall. I mean, the little, it's not just set it and install, as I remember. I think the install worked pretty good, but it's just kind of understanding it, because it does so many things that, right, you get confused on where you are, right? You got to... Yeah. Do you want to tweet or do you want a radio or it's it gets a little confusing that way because it does so much. Let's also give a heads up to those who like to use Internet Explorer. And I I, know, I really haven't used it anymore, although I, I do like the RSS reader in it. Um, that's going to go away. And you will get a notification on your screen that as of June, and I forgot the exact date on it, Mike, but the, uh, it did tell me that it gave me a specific date in which IE is going away, it's going to be forcibly uninstalled from your machine, and if you click on IE, it's going to force you to go to Microsoft Edge. So Right, that's my understanding. And again, with all the security, I, I really believe with the, the conflict going on now in the Ukraine, I think we have to be, I, I, you know, I don't fear so much a world war as I think it, they're going to get more desperate as they need money to fund their efforts, and you're going to see scams like, you know, try to trick people out of getting money but i really more than ever encourage people to look at the brave browser brave i do too i love it it works great right, here's a question i've got about the brave browser it's one thing i think it's missing it doesn't have like a read all function i i don't believe you mean like the immersive reader and edge well, correct. Or in well, Firefox has a has an immersive reader where it will use a, it will use a speech synthesizer built into the browser and it'll read the article for you. But it, no, it doesn't have that. Yeah, I don't think it does. But on the iPhone, I think you can it you can do the reader mode and get rid of the menus. So I think you can kind of do that on the iPhone. But yeah, on Windows, uh, I don't believe you can. But with that said, it removes so many ads, and you can go to a lot of these new sites. And I'm not saying it gets rid of all of them, but it gets rid of a lot of that crap that keeps breaking up your story and then you, you lose interest because they keep putting ads between the paragraphs of the story and it gets rid of a lot of that. But I'm just saying from a security standpoint, it blocks all of the trackers and malware that can be... All know, that stuff. Oh, like and it also protects your privacy because every time you go to a site, it, it gives that site a different kind of IP address. Even though nothing changes on your end, it protects your privacy by hiding... Uh, where you're coming from? Did you see that new feature that was put into Brave? It's all it's in Brave now, Mike. So yeah, 136. Yeah, it it is there, and uh, 
I look at my thing, it shows it's blocked over 12,000 things just in the last two months. So you don't realize that everywhere you go, someone's tracking you. What did you do? How, how long did you stay there? You know, what did you buy? What, what products did you look at? And that may sound harmless, but sometimes it's more severe. Sometimes it wants to leave something behind to see everything you do and everywhere you go online. And you, you don't want that because one time you might log into your bank and it's sophisticated enough to see that. You know, my router gives me a list of all the things it's blocked every week. You don't think of your router blocking things, but the well, router can actually block things. I have an Eros router and it has a firewall on it. And when I, I had to disable the firewall on, no, not the router. It was, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, my Viper program that I use has a firewall on it. But when I, I had to disable the firewall on Viper because it didn't matter because my router has one and I could not use my Sonos until I did that. So, uh, but I still look at how many things are blocked by Viper. And now may, maybe it's not the best, but boy, it, 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 it was like 15,000 things it blocked over. It's just, it's just amazing what, it, what, what, what people, people try to put on your machine. Yeah, I think, it, you know, the last couple of years, we haven't had to worry about Internet security as much because mainly they were just encrypting your files to, to hold them for ransom, get you to pay money. But I, I am concerned now with the war going on and if it ex extends or, ex you know, spreads that this could be an issue. But it's, you know, that security and it's just going to make even if you're not worried about that, it's just going to be that much longer that your computer is going to go before it crashes because when these browsers just let things get through that eventually your windows gets corrupted and all of a sudden it doesn't load anymore or you know something else happens it slows down yeah it slows down that's that's one of the number one things that will happen it'll just get slow because all this crap that's being left behind so but yeah, i'm look at brave.com if you don't like it that's fine you can have i've got five different browsers on my system there's another good browser they used to advertise a lot, Jeff. Which one was that one? There's Brave. Well, well the ones Brave. I know of, Brave. There's Chromium, which is the original. All those browsers come from Google Chrome, Edge. Uh, there's one called Opera, which now yeah. is a pretty good browser. I've been playing with it. Someone on Windows or on the phone? Well, Mike, is that Windows? There's that another one. They used to be in the top five of advertisers. Um, yeah, I don't know offhand. And I, 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 I go back to when... The, when I tried to run my own internet website, what uh, wasn't really my fate, was my bookmark file in Netscape, and I used to, that was in HTML, but that's a long time ago, and that Netscape is no longer, it hasn't been for years. But Firefox is also has, uh, it'll tell you, there are no trackers were detected by Firefox, no malware, it gives you a lot of information there. So I use between, between Google Chrome, Firefox, and Brave are my main browsers. I don't necessarily use Microsoft Edge, but those are the three browsers I use, Mike. Yeah, I would Dr. say Go is is um, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's that, a standalone browser now. Yeah, Dr. Oh, Go. Yeah. Okay. They're very highly rated. Duck Duck Go. Have you used my Duck Duck Go, Tim? I mean, I've used the website, the search engine website, but if they have a standalone browser, I, have to think I don't know if they have no, a standalone I... browser, but I know they definitely. You can go to DuckDuckGo.com and you right. Can it's use just like Google, search. but it yeah. There's yeah. no ads and, and there's no good... supposedly no tracking. And it's, it's good to get alternate search, search results. So if yeah. Google's not helping you. We have but, some raised hands. Uh, let me just check. Hold on one second. Alan, Alan Ramos and Pamela Francis have both have their hands raised. So let's do the ladies first for a change. Uh, Pamela, go ahead, please. And then Alan, you'll be next. Go ahead, Pam. Hey, uh, just a question about this Brave browser. 
with reference to using apps on your phone, um, like if I'm using the, the native Twitter app or the Facebook app, is that going to default to my Safari engine engine on my iPhone? You can change or that. I can. You can if you go to settings. I, I don't know exactly where it is right now, but you can change it. I have Google Chrome on my iPhone, and I have the and I have I don't have Brave browser, but I have Google Chrome on my iPhone, and I can and I've made that my default browser. You don't have to have Safari as your default browser. Yeah, because that's probably one of the worst browsers I have ever seen. Safari. Okay. All right. Good information. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you. All right, Alan Ramos, go ahead. You're next. Oh, yes. I'm using Brave uh, um, two machines, and it works quite well. I'm happy with it. Um, could probably use some other browsers. I haven't you know, thought about getting into it, into other browsers, but they work quite well, um, Brave does. I like the way uh, Brave downloads a file. Yes. It just opens it right up, and I mean, you don't have to go through any hoops, anything. It just downloads the file. Can like you can you uh, import like if you had some fa you know favorites or whatever in your like Microsoft Edge? Can it be? Yes, you can import imported into yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, if if. I guarantee you that once you go to Edge, um, and I believe all of my bookmarks, and I didn't do it, all of my favorites were imported into Edge from Internet Explorer when I, when I, when I opened up the Edge browser. And, it, and, and by the way, if you try to, for example, I have Internet Explorer, and I open it up just to see what would happen when I try to go to YouTube.com, and it, YouTube won't even let Internet Explorer into, let you use Internet Explorer. It says, we do no longer support Internet Explorer, and it wants you to go to Microsoft Edge. Okay, I think we might have a disconnect here. Are you talking about where are you wanting to import your favorites from, Dave? Yeah, in other words, if you have Microsoft Edge right now and you want and you download the Brave browser, can you uh, import That's the favorites thought. that you have in Edge into that? I yes. don't know offhand. Uh... I know, I know with Internet Explorer and Microsoft Edge you can do it, but I don't know about Brave or yeah. Google Chrome. Google yeah. Chrome, you can. You can yes, import your files. I'll show you after when we, I get a chance to get free, but I'll show you. Yeah, the thing with all those browsers, be it Brave, Chrome, Edge, all of them, Opera, what you do is you do hit your Alt key and you go up to settings and you want to look through all the settings and then on the bottom there's a more settings and the reason I click that is because that's where you can choose if you want to make sure that every file is saved in the same place if you want it somewhere other than your default you know downloads folder can, yes but that's a tip that for all of the browsers you can use that so you can configure it the way you want and I'm pretty sure there's a way in there to do it is there also a mic of sync and um some of these browsers as well. Um, All right, you can. Were you saying something, Alan? I'm yes, not... I was. Is there also a sync also as well? Uh, if your files are not quite loaded or something like that, is there also a sync uh, on some of these browsers? I know it's on the mail settings. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had. I've never done either. The only thing I've seen is, right, sometimes if it's not, 
Okay. Well, what it'll do, Alan, to answer your question, what okay. I've seen happen, if it can't get the full file, it won't name it properly. It'll be, it'll say something like .cr download, which means oh, okay. it was trying to download it. And so it means it's either incomplete or maybe it just it didn't think that it was finished. Uh, oh, I see. So, yeah, and you want to delete it, that file because it's corrupted yeah. to begin with. That also, that more key is very helpful in Windows 11, especially if you want to set file types to for it to play MP, you know, PLS files, WinAmp to do like that. That's a very important key. And I found that out the hard way, but it's important so that you can make that your, you know, when you've made it your default browser and you want these file types to play in Brave, that's how you do it. Yeah, some of the media files I've gotten uh, trying to download those, this file may harm your computer or something like that, you know. Messages. Well, what the thing is now, it tries to play them right in the browser. It's not oh, like I the see. old days yeah. where it would download. So you either, if you want to download it, you might have to right click or oh, shift F10 and hit the letter K okay. to download it. Okay. Or if you want to send a link to someone, you hit the letter E and that copies that link to your clipboard and then you wow. can email it or do yeah, whatever. It's, so a, those it's are, really pretty cool. I mean, those the, are two I, commands I use a lot and that's I, in all the Chrome Edge, all of those browsers. I, I really enjoy the, uh, the Brave browser and I kind of tell you it's pretty good. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. All right. We have SCKC Mickey Quenzer out there in, I think, Kentucky, I guess it is. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, Mickey. Oh, yeah, it's right there. I just went to Brave and checked it out. You can import your bookmarks. Okay. Am I there? You are. Yes. Go, ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, um, I wanted to oh, let you guys know that for some reason, when you're listening to the legend on the stream right now, there's a really bad hum. And it happens. And I, th I think it's from your system, Bill, because there's been times where all of a sudden it goes away and it's right. when you're not there Mickey, but when you... yeah that's old news i'm sorry yeah that's old news well it might be old but it's still a problem we okay. understand Mickey. Well, Thank we'll, you. we'll track it down we'll track it, it almost sounds like a bluetooth or something yeah. but we'll figure it out we'll, we'll see what we'll it is. track it down and we know and Thanks, we, Mickey. We understand what you're what you're saying mickey and We've been made aware of it a lots of times. So we are going to, but it took a few days to get the new cables to come in so we could fix the problem. That's why I said, you know, and we appreciate your input, but it's, it's taken care of. Or shortly shall, will be, and I don't think it's humming right now. We, we found a workaround for it. So it's it actually is on on the air. It's not on Zoom, it's but not it on is Zoom, on the but air. It is on the air. Yeah. Okay. We we will. Is that a? Yeah. Hold on just a moment here. Uh, yeah. Hold on just. All right, Julie. Well, there is. You... I hear right here. Listen. Uh, hey, oh, Mike. That's okay. my ears. There sorry, you sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Julie, can okay. you unmute yourself? Go ahead. I, yes, I, I have 
the woman who was talking about um, having to do something different with her Gmail, I did get an email in the last couple of weeks. It's something about signing into your accounts that you can no longer sign into them, apparently from the from whatever you're working with itself, that you have to sign into it through Google in some way. Um, that's what's going to start happening after May 30th. I didn't that get that email, but then again, I pay for, I go to YouTube and that's a Google product and I've never had a problem and that signs in properly, but we'll yeah, well, it's, it's something that's going to start, um, apparently as of May 30th and it has something to do with signing into your accounts that you have to do it through Google. Boy, that sounds like the scam that we got. Oh, yeah, it probably, it probably is because when you sign into your accounts, you're signing in through Google. You have to give your, well, I mean, or you're signing in through your Apple ID or whatever, but, uh, but basically I would say you're signing in through Google. I don't well, you know. The, the, the point is don't click. If there's a link in that email, don't click on any links in an email. No, All I right? didn't click. I just saw it and said, okay, <laughs> that's, uh, we'll see what that's about when the time comes. But no, I, I, I just, I, I just happened to see it, but I didn't. I'm thinking you know, maybe it's a scam of some sort. Maybe I'll find it in my spam folder, right? Because I don't check my spam folder that often. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think that's it. It's, it has something to do with signing into third-party accounts. Okay, like for those of us who use Thunderbird to access our Gmail or something. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Because as Bill said, if they're going to do something like that, I'm sure a prompt will come up on your phone and says, we just need to verify you know, yeah. be only when you actually open or try to try to go get an email message. Yeah. You know, and I can't think that I can't see that Google would, would prevent Thunderbird from getting your email because other other mail clients have people have email accounts. And I, I just don't understand that part of it. I mean, I use Thunderbird to get my email from Google, from all from all things radio, which is another you know company and from uh, from Roadrunner or, or from uh, TWC. So. I don't know. I can't answer the question. Well, we'll, we'll yes, okay. but I did. I did get an email from Google a few weeks ago, and so I think that's what she's talking about. Um, so anyway, I, I we'll didn't look at it and see what it means. Yeah, we'll look and see. And if it's if it's important, it's going to be it's going to be out there. In other yes. words, we're going to know about it. Let's don't borrow trouble before we right. Absolutely. If it's out there and there are going to be those changes, we will publicize it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Julie. Mm -hmm. Bye. Anybody else with the raised team? Nope. Um, Mickey, thank you for that. I'm not hearing any buzzing on the line right now. No, it's on your stream, Bill. I... It's on the stream. It's not because you it, have a little right. sound turned on on Zoom. You're not going to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, stream. It's, not, it's right here. It's right. Sound turned on on Zoom. You're not gonna oh, there's no it. audio either. Tim, you yeah. see what's going stream, on there, buddy? It's, it's right here. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's audio. Yeah, it's a bad hum there. You know what it sounds like? And I'm, I'm not technical, but it sounds like so. Yeah. And Dave, you know what I'm talking about. It sounds like a grounding issue of some sort. I don't know what, what that means, and I'm not sure what that's all about, but that's what it sounds right. like. Let me try one other thing before we. Uh, while I was over there, I fixed the problem with the podcast, I think. Boy, that was a uh, uh, 
an issue, but I think that's I think that's all fixed now. But, Thank God someone suggested doing a Zoom recording. That yeah, I'm doing it right now, Mike. Don't yeah, worry. Good deal. Yeah, that worked out real well. All right. Uh, who's listening on the stream? I made sure all the grounds, everything are on the stream. No, it's there, but I think if Tim's running it, it's got to be something there. Uh, no, it's on. The, I'm, 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 I'm listening to it through through the broadcast server, and it's still there. So it, yeah. No, that will. That one is given top priority, so we'll we'll make sure that everything is done that can be done. Well, let's and see, you know what the problem is. Well, unless you mute yourself, and we'd see if it's you. But that'd okay. be hard to do now to, to uh, know mute myself because it hey, takes time to someone have to monitor it and see if the hum goes away. I'm doing. Right uh, give me just a second here. Um. If he just it's, turns it his sounds mic. like it, it's on one channel. It, like the audio is clear on one channel, but not the other. Oh, <coughs> give me just a second here. It's, it's more on one channel than the other, but it's oh, it might it's be on both channels. But when he turns his mic off, you don't you don't hear the hum. So it's, right. like it's coming to you from Zoom. Or it's, it's, from Bill? It, no, it's Bill's. It's, some, oh, it's, it's somewhere okay. in his border and somewhere in his audio chain, Mike. Yeah. Okay. No, that's I'm still hearing it, Mike. Yeah, because right now I'm no. not running the legend bill is. Oh, okay, okay. So Well, we're gonna lose our listeners if we talk so blame Mr. Though. Tim there. Okay. Well, for those of you listening, we will have an archive of it. We're recording it on Zoom, so we'll take that and make the podcast from that. Uh, so you got to love technology. Hey, Chris, can I ask you a question? I know it's changing the subject a little bit, but I was thinking about buying a bread machine. Don't, but don't tell too many people that. I've told everyone now, but I was thinking about buying a bread machine, and can you recommend one I might be able to use that will work for me? I really like the Zakarian. Um, there are bread machines that will do more, but the Zakarian has buttons, and you do have to go through menus, but the biggest menu you have to go through is three choices. And when you unplug it, it always defaults back to the same thing. So I really like that one. Yeah. So now, you, St. Patrick's Day coming up, can you grill corned beef? I've never done that. Ooh, I don't know. I hate corned beef. We I, got oh, some corned beef accidentally with our Aldi's order. 22 bucks, so it was expensive. But I didn't use the packet, and I pressured it like you would a roast, and I was hoping to use it for soup or something. It was horrible. We ended up cutting it up and throwing it out. Corned beef is good, but I don't know. It's it's certainly greasy enough that you could grill, but I I've never heard of anyone grilling it, Mike. I have any. I figured Dave would love it with all that salt. <laughs> you know what? The, oh, you know what? Better the, than Reuben sandwiches. You don't exactly. like Reuben sandwiches, Tim? And Arby's is selling no, Reuben's now. And I'm getting one tomorrow. So yeah. Oh, go. I like I them with the sa with the sauerkraut on them and and the corned yeah, beef. Yeah, they're oh, great. Geez, yeah, they're awesome. Stuff. They are very. 
Although I love the original beef and cheddar roast beef sandwich, and what I do is I take the roll apart and I put the horse, I put like two or three packets of that horseradish sauce on it, and that is really, really good. I love it. And of course, I think Dave and Chris were saying a few weeks ago that they can't get Arby's on DoorDash anymore where they are. So we actually, can... we can get it on one or the other. The DoorDash is doing something really weird. Sometimes the restaurants don't even show up till they're open. And that's really crummy. I don't like the way that keeps changing the, everything on the screen of every every time you go there. But uh, I'm used to it. But I don't like it. But uh, you know, it's the is way it, it is. One one thing you can do if you haven't tried it and it does help, and that is make sure your describe images and screen recognition are turned off for that app. Also for Amazon. Yes, that's something I've learned of, of late as well, Chris. That those features can break a lot of apps. Boy, they can. Ooh. Now, I know how to turn off Describe Images because you could do that right from the rotor, but how do you turn off the, the other one? Is that in settings somewhere? Yeah, or if it's not in your rotor. Uh, yeah, it's in... Probably in the accessibility uh, settings somewhere. Probably, I think. It, it is in yeah, it's under voiceover. Okay. Thank you. That's a that's a that's pretty good because I use the on Windows. I use the post office has a a thing where when they deliver your mail, they scan it, and I can read the images with Jaws Picture Smart in in the message they give you. What you do is you copy the image to the clipboard, and then you use Picture Smart to read the image, and it re works pretty well. And so, for example, I know that I'm going to get junk mail from Progressive Insurance, trying to sell me auto insurance. Well, I don't drive, but I'm still going to get the junk mail. But I already know I can throw it out. I don't have to even worry about reading it. Well, how did you, how did you get it to read from? If it's in the clipboard, you have to copy it into the. You copy you know, the image to the clipboard. It'll say image. It'll give you a name. It'll say image. I forget image something or other. Then you, you you copy to the clipboard. You right clip on it and copy to the clipboard. And then once you're there, you hit enter space P for picture smart and B takes it from the clipboard and and it when it, it'll open it up it'll say it'll give you a little bit of a description and at the very bottom of the screen it'll say you know it'll click here and say click here for more results and you open it up and it opens like a mini web page and you can read that web page and it'll tell you who the mail is from cool i mean it, it makes things a lot easier now it doesn't read everything but it's pretty darn good at, at reading a lot of things so but there are certain things it may not read. In other words, if it's a circular or, or a piece of junk mail, they, they, that, that doesn't always get scanned in. Um, but, for example, when I was getting stuff from uh, Medicare, Social Security, whatever, that was it was telling me that. Um, I always get mail from credit card companies who want me to get yet another credit card, which I don't need. That always gets scanned, and I know what that is. And... Um, but I got a birthday card for my daughter. It didn't scan that. Pro it, didn't, it didn't scan that. So there are just certain kinds of mail that it'll scan. I think it's a first. Is it called first class mail? Maybe I'm not sure. Third. I forgot what it is. But it does scan it, and it's it's free. The buzzword is F R E E E E. Free. You don't have to pay for it. Just got to go to USPS.com um, and sign up for it. So that's quite interesting. We're going to do a, what, 12 Res minutes left. We're going to do a recipe? A recipe, Chris. Recipe. And then you can teach me how to cook. 
Okay, this is for classic southern hummingbird cake. And this may be more cake than some of you want to do, to deal with. It's a scratch recipe, but it's pretty easy if you just take it one step at a time. Three cups of flour, one and a half cups of sugar, one and a half teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon baking soda, three eggs lightly beaten, just enough to break the yolks up, one and a half cups of vegetable oil, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract, two cups mashed ripe bananas, one eight ounce can crushed pineapple. It says undrained, I, I mean it says drained. I did not drain mine and it worked fine. Three-fourths cup coconut, one cup chopped pecans, and you can toast them first or not. For frosting, now I didn't make the frosting. I didn't put the frosting on it because I don't think it needs it, and we don't need all the frosting either. 16 ounce of cream cheese softened, 12 tablespoons of butter, which amounts to three-quarters of a cup or a stick and a half, six cups powdered sugar sifted and that makes a lot of frosting two teaspoons of vanilla and some pecans and some coconut to garnish the top if you want to now for the cake you're going to preheat the oven to 350 degrees you're going to spray three nine inch cake pans with cooking spray Line them with parchment paper circles and spray the parchment paper circles. I can tell you it will also work in a bundt cake pan if you are really careful about either spraying it really well or greasing it with vegetable shortening. Um, you're going to whisk together your flour and the rest of your dry ingredients except the coconut and pecans. Those aren't considered really dry ingredients even though they're dry. You're going to divide the batter evenly. Well, no, wait, hold it. You're going to, once you do all, once you put your dry ingredients in there, you're going to add the eggs, the vanilla, and the oil. Then you're going to fold in your bananas, pineapple, coconut, and pecans. Then you're going to divide it into your three pans. Divide it as evenly as you can or just pour it in your bundt cake pan. Bake. If you're using the round pans, you bake them for 28 to 30 minutes. If you're using a bundt cake pan, you bake them for, you bake it for about 50 to 60 minutes. You're going to have to check it because it depends on some bundt cake pans are larger and shallower and some are taller and deeper skinnier and deeper and ovens vary but the toothpick test for doneness does work and while it's cool while the cakes are cooling if you want to make the frosting just go ahead and make it and you can either slather it on the top and the sides of the bundt cake or you can cover each nine inch layer with frosting and use the rest of the frosting on the top and the sides of the cake and it'll be a pretty tall cake if you do it that way chris i'm hungry can you make one and send it to me in albany 
Well, I don't have any bananas. No, I'm only kidding, Chris. I would never, I would never do that to you. But so I yes, we have no bananas. Well, it does sound good, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'd have to forego the frosting. It would be too many calories. That's a lot of frosting. That's about twice a recipe of cream cheese frosting for a regular cake. Now, do you like frosting and icing, Chris? Or I know you don't like I know you don't like cheese, but do you like? Icing I like and cream cheese frosting, yes. But I do love frosting. But we don't either one need it, and I like it way more than Dave does. He likes it lightly frosted. I could sit and eat it with a spoon. But you know, Dave, let me tell you something, Dave. If it says low fat, no fat, reduced fat, it tastes terrible. I don't care what they tell you, and how they try to hide it, it tastes horrible. Just how, that's just how I feel. Can't win them all, right? Right. You know, you and I are a lot alike, but Chris would probably kill both of us if, we were, if I was at your house. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love, I'm, I'm with you. Most cakes, to me, have too much frosting. I want enough just for flavor, but usually they, they have too much, usually, for my liking. Don't ever Phyllis go to Hummus a place called Gigi's. All my girls' cupcakes have, like, frosting. It's, I swear, six inches Oh, the top good. of the cupcake. It's insane. That's good. The more frosting, the more junk oh. food, the better. But I know I, I shouldn't eat it, and um, so I don't I don't really overdo it. But uh, but I do occasionally, and I like to go to my favorite store is Trader Joe's, and they have these JoJo sandwich cookies. They're either chocolate or vanilla sandwich cookies. They're they're like Oreo cookies, but they they're really really good. And then they have I shouldn't eat this. Are you ready for this one? I buy their containers of belgium chocolate pudding occasionally when i go that's awesome now you can see why i don't go to trader joe's that often mike yeah i'm curious if anyone on here celebrates saint patrick's day i thought of this because my friend yesterday told me that he's djing a wedding tomorrow afternoon and i said well you're gonna have to tell me are the bride and groom bride and groom dressed in green because it's kind of i never heard of that a wedding on saint patrick's day but if any of you celebrate do anything special well, you know, we had our St. Patrick's Day last Saturday in Albany on the, I think, was it the 12th, maybe? Or, or um, yeah, it was the 12th last Saturday. And so some places have it on the 17th, and some places have it on that on a Saturday rather than the day itself. So that's uh, interesting because I think New York didn't have it on St. Patrick's Day itself. I'm not sure, but that's interesting. Do you guys still have it in Evansville when you were, when you, when you were living there, Mike? Um. I don't recall anything too special. Usually people wanted, they would go to St. Louis or somewhere that celebrated it a little bit more. But I mean, just the usual. Wear, wear green and you get pinched. Have any of you ever been pinched because you didn't wear green on St. Patrick's Day? Oh, yeah. Only as kids. Yeah, only as kids. Yeah, we did. And we did get pinched or, I don't know. I've We used to do some pretty good partying and Evansville on the 17th of March. Maybe I will say, sorry, Bill. No, you go. I was just going to say, I will say that uh, mom, when she was supervisor at Farm Bureau, used to keep green construction paper shamrocks. So if anybody showed up without green because they forgot or something, she'd give them a shamrock to pin on. Boy, your mom was really cool. I got to tell you. Yeah, she was. She really was pretty. And she knew how to roll with the flow, didn't she? I can tell. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, I like Irish coffee. Can you make me Irish coffee, with Chris? Don't know how to make that. Oh, the whiskey. I'm Irish, but I don't know how to make that. The whiskey and the coffee and the whipped cream on top. Man, is that good. good. 
Oh, is that good? That's excellent. But it will go to your head, Jeff. All that whipped cream. That's you forget it's got the whiskey in it. <laughs> if it's food, Jeff will nail it. Especially. All right. It sounds like a Milwaukee guy is here. Yeah. Go, ahead, Dick. go ahead, Dick. You haven't had a chance. He's so. the one that comes in with two minutes to go. Yeah, you always do that, but that's okay. We always give you the time, Dick. Go ahead. Oops. There we go. Now we're good. Hi, everybody. Now, Chris, you don't like corned beef? Oh, my goodness. Of course, you have to go to a good Jewish deli to find some good corned beef, though. Well, this I'm... came from Aldi's. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, but, uh, uh, but Irish corned beef is much different than Jewish corned beef, uh, Dick, as you know. It's, uh, well, yeah, it's a certain, but I love, I love corned beef sandwiches. On rye. Oh, pastrami's better. I like pastrami, too, but, but I like with mustard. Um, yes. Definitely. Excellent. And then you're not going to like this, Bill, uh, Dick, because I don't think you've ever had it. It's a celery-flavored soda, and it's called Celery Tonic. Oh, never have. Oh, is that Bill, good? Bill, what, what happened when? What happened with Craig? What happened? I'm surprised. Uh, he's, he's he uh, had some aneurysm and had some problems. They couldn't bring him back, and he's been in a coma for several days, so he um, passed away. Yesterday. When, when, oh, yesterday. Okay. I wonder. He went to. He was a couple years behind me in, in school, but I, I knew yeah. Craig. Uh, he was a. Oh, he loved the Cubs. Oh my goodness, he loved the Cubs. Yeah, he was. You're, you're not getting. You're not getting that hung. Like, it sounds like you're like in, in an ocean. There's the. Uh, oh, that was um, oh, here. Jennifer, can you turn your mic off for one second? They, that, it's on Jennifer's mic. Ah, there it goes. Now it's quiet. No, but ah. Bill, your hum is gone. I, you did something because it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. He it's did gone. good. So he... And Mike, you can you can you can you can vouch for that as well. Like I told Mickey, if you give me a little time, we'll fix it and see what the problem is. You know, we were talking earlier about Internet Explorer going away, and I don't use it, but I know people that do. They're going to be pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, Mike System Access uses it to drive their thing, and I don't know what they'll do, but I don't think, well, unless they update the System Access. Will that not affect them, Mike? Oh, well, I don't know if they still use that now or not, but. Yeah, they did. Hold on. I think they used Firefox for a while, and then they went to Internet Explorer. I don't know they, what they, they use They do now, use it, don't. as a matter of fact. If you go if you go to SA to go, it says that it, it requires an Internet Explorer to get the screen reader to work, and it won't work oh with my. Firefox or Chrome. That's not good. Well, they'll have to fix that because the people that use the SamNet on the computer, they'll most probably now use it on the iPhone, But so they'll have to do something. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm pretty much an NVDA guy. I just really... Love that screen reader. I mean, I'm not knocking Jaws. It's great. It does things no other screen reader does. But I find NVDA does some things that that it's just faster and for me more stable. I hear people that use Jaws say usually they have to reboot their computer four or five times a day sometimes. To you know, depends on what you're doing, I guess. But I, I just don't have that. But I'm just glad we have choices. That's the main thing. We need more choices, more browsers, more screen readers. That causes competition and innovation, and that—that's what we need. Very, very. 
Here, here. All right. Well, it's about time for me to thank everybody for participating panel. Thank you, Mike. That folder is in your box. Uh, I fixed, I believe I fixed. So somebody please check out the podcast, but I believe it may be working correctly now. So uh, I believe all things radio may be working. We'll check it out. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. Thank I'll you. have this posted, but Thanks I just get, I get off here. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> Glad someone does. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tim. I'll, I'll be back at one o'clock. And we'll make sure Jennifer is every back working. So, all right. We will talk to you all later. And thank you very much. And for the greatest in music, they can, and he is the man that is Tim Oni. He'll be on in just a second.